Hi everyone, this is Amanda and Rachel, and we are here with Miss Katie Taylor. She is on the board of directors for Harmony Incorporated, and she has done a whole lot of things in acapella, so we're going to let her talk a little bit about her, herself rather than me try to introduce all of the wonderful things that she's done. <laughs> Hi, Amanda and Rachel. Thank you for having me. Yeah, thank you for being here. My pleasure. I will just let you know, I, I guess, as far as uh, about me in, in a nutshell, in Harmony, I've been a member of Harmony Incorporated for 31 years. I literally joined when I was 12 after begging the chorus that I am now a, a member of to let me join for probably three years. And the age limit was 16. So they let me in early, thank God, because I would have driven my mother insane. <laughs> been in, uh, in Northern Blend in Harmony Incorporated for 31 years and Barbershop is what led me to go into music as a career and I am a 22 year music educator and I teach K-12 vocal music and I do the musical theater program at my school. We do some Barbershop and acapella. We're actually going to the midwinter convention with my, my high school select choir so I've got a Barbershop and acapella stuff in, in both my work life and my, my hobby. So What was it about acapella that made you so at such a young age so so driven to seek it out well i think part of it was my dad joined in uh, 1982 and then my mom joined in 85 and i kind of was a barber brat and they would come down to my parents restaurant after rehearsals and order a whole bunch of chicken wings and sit around and sing tags and i would sing tags i loved being able to see if i could hold my part and creating the overtones and just singing with the adults and you know feeling like it was i was cool because i could hang out with the with the grown-ups and and hold my own in my in my music. So that was really kind of addictive back then, you know, still is. <laughs> what changes do you feel like you've seen in that time since you've had so much experience, and so much history in it? In Barbershop itself? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Um, I think it's it's been great to see a, a lot of um, camaraderie grow between the organizations over the years. And definitely the, I guess, people knowing more about Harmony Incorporated has been great. I feel like we're being recognized and we're being noticed. We are small, you know, comparatively speaking speaking, we're such a small organization, but we have some really big and wonderful people within our organization and so many people from outside organizations that are supportive of and friends of ours as well. So it's, I just think it's neat to see everybody kind of coming together in barbershop, you know, growing, growing together as a whole. It is a very cool thing to see. And I'm kind of new to barbershop and Rachel, I haven't even told you this, but my first barbershop convention was a Harmony Inc. convention in Nova Scotia last year. I'd been following along a lot of local groups, but that was the first time I actually got to go to a big contest and that was exciting for me and Katie got us all singing tags like the first day we were there <laughs> so that's how you hook um, them right that's exactly how you hook them what is it about tags that you think brings people together because you're really you're really good at teaching them and one day I will learn how to not only sing them but also teach them but what is it about the tags that you think brings people together I think it gives people the that feeling of independence like I just held my part I made that happen and when you hear the chords lock and ring and you're part of that and you can feel you know you're standing in that little square facing in and those harmonies are really tight and they buzz and they ring and it just there's no feeling like it I love watching my students faces too when they when they sing tags and they go do it again do it again do it again or switch parts and I want to try this part you know it's just it's instant gratification and we are a world of instant gratification with cell phones that are in our hands all the time I mean, you can Google and you can find out anything about anything within 10 seconds, you know, tags, <laughs> tags are your, are your instant gratification, that warm, fuzzy feeling, you know, in, in the music world. So, 
So you also, you kind of skipped over this part, but you are a Harmony Queen, a multiple time Harmony Queen, yes? Yes. <laughs> so, and in both of your groups, you've sung with your mom and your sister, yeah? I have three crowns. Two of them are with my sister. One is with mom. So in 1996, I sing bass with For Heaven's Sake, and we're still singing together. Wow. And mom is the baritone, and my sister is the tenor. And we originally won with Lori O'Donnell. And when Lori remarried and moved away, Lynn Blakeney, who was the lead of 2001 Queen's Upstate Rhythm, became came our lead and has been with us for about six years. I also competed in 2008 with Euphorics and the other three are from Chicago, Jean and Lynn and Lauren, and they're amazing. And I sing tenor with them and I have stepped back just because the travel was so hard. And Jen Wheaton is singing tenor with them now. So they're still going. And in 2015, Lori and Lynn and I decided to switch some parts around and Lori moved to baritone and Lynn moved to tenor and I moved to lead. And we snagged Jesse as a wonderful bass and we won in 2015 as that combination too. So it's fun to experiment with different parts and different people and see how all the different combinations work. It's cool. So what does it mean to you to be a Harmony Queen? Because I know there's a lot more to it. I think from the outside, it looks like, you know, on the guy side, they get medals. And then on the women's side, we get the really pretty crowns. But it's a lot more than that. So I'd like to hear from you what it means to you. The the bling is nice. but I will attest to that because I had an opportunity to wear the bling. Halo Quartet came to interview with us one time and they brought one of the crowns. And I, there's a yeah. picture of me wearing it. I was, I, It's like the highlight of my life. Anyway, please, outside of the bling, because it's more than the bling please <laughs> oh no shauna shauna and shauna's got the hair for it my goodness yes. uh -huh. that was, she has um and she's a, she's singing tenor with halo and saying bass with epic so there's another great example of part swapping and just experimenting with all of your range so as far as being a, uh, a queen you know and wearing the crowns that's great and i love to get to you know put them on the heads of people who step in and sing with us and and they love that but it's it's about the opportunity to reach out and help other people i've been invited to do a lot of coaching we've done many shows over the years I've done youth outreach productions and just to have the opportunity to meet so many people and share what I know about barbershop and empower people to become better performers, better singers, and not just for a score, but for you know what at the core of it all is what what does the music really mean and what are when we sing what kind of message are we portraying and what, what are we trying to get across to our audiences? And I think I talk a lot with the people that I coach about being real and being themselves and, and also finding ways to make beautiful music in a technical way because I'm trained musically. But also, you know, you've got to feel it. You've got to live it and you've got to emote that. And so I feel like I'm very lucky that I've been given the opportunity to, to share those things with people because I'm a Harmony Queen and I'm no, well known. And so it's easy to get out there and do that. So. She's very well received, too. <laughs> <laughs> I think I easily approachable because I, I like to make people laugh and I'm always smiling and I try to be very positive and encouraging to people because in a women's organization, we need to be there to build each other up because that's what it's all about. When we go to competition, that's one thing that's wonderful about Harmony is we are competing against each other, but we're also supporting one another at the same time. So you can want to win, but also be happy when you see someone else win and you come in second place because they deserved it and you've seen their growth and you're proud of them for that. And I've never seen that in practice more than at a Harmony Inc. contest. It was my first one, but I'd seen other competitions. I've been around competition, especially vocal competitions, a long time. And when you're in that room, my former boss actually was in tears watching because Harmony Inc., we all sing the songs together.
other. Everyone's cheering on everyone else. Everyone gets a standing ovation when they come off the stage. Everyone's hooting and hollering for each other. It's they, they don't just say it. They actually practice it. And it's it's really a warm place to be. You guys have created quite a community. It's very moving. I, I cry a lot at Harmony Conventions. I'm actually teared <laughs> up right now. I don't know if you can see. But <laughs> saying all that cheers me up. So I, I wanted to piggyback off of that because how do we bring that as women and as women who love music and want to help support other people? How do we help bring that to more music, to more competitions, to more groups outside of what you guys are doing? What, what's your advice? Oh, goodness. I think it's something that takes a, a long time. It takes work and it takes fostering. It's not something that's just going to happen. But I will say that I have been to competitions and the men's districts and things like that, where I have seen people be very supportive and loving and caring of their, you know, of their fellow competitors as well. I don't think we're the only organization that's like that. Mm-hmm. But I think because we're small and because we know each other, so much you know we go to I go to convention and I look around the room and there's hundreds of people in that room that I know I might not know detail you know and like their husband's names but I know what chorus they sing with I sometimes I know what part they sing or I know what quartet they're in and I know their their kids if their kids are there with you know you just over over years you get to know each other and it becomes like a family reunion So it's not a convention where it's a bunch of strangers, Mm -hmm. where Mm -hmm. if you've got 30,000 members in your organization, it's a lot harder to have that, that connection, I think. So, so I think it's there, it just might not be as pronounced because it's the intimacy of Harmony Incorporated. Yeah. And definitely the way the women take the time to get to know each other. I mean, it doesn't take much. We all know that we have something in common. So you just jump off of that and then you're, you know, within five minutes, you're joking around with each other and you've become lifelong friends. Right. Right. (laughs) I love that about Harmony Inc. Friend on Facebook. And, then, <laughs> you know, and then it's like when somebody loses somebody or something sad happens and they post it, you know, everybody rallies around. It's it's an incredible, it's a family. Oh, gosh, I'm, I'm thinking about my dad now and I'm oh. crying. Again. But I mean, my the all of Harmony was just like so loving. I mean, I, I think that um, I, I wonder how, you know, how we can make that small feel um, I, I guess because my focus tends to be um, outside of barbershop. I tend to, um, at least for the stuff that I do with acapella, I focus a lot on the, the college groups and the high school groups. And I wonder how we can help them because I feel like a lot of what you talk about sometimes comes with maturity and comes with, right. you know, experience and age. And um, how do we how do we help those who are younger get to that place quicker? I think a lot of it comes with, their teachers and teaching your kids to be humble. Hmm. I think humility is a big thing that's missing in the world. <laughs> There's a lot of, you know, you, you have to be humble. You have to let other people have the opportunity to tell you, you know, how great you are and be able to accept that without tooting your own horn. And I think there are so many people out there that are so good and the competitions get harder and harder and, and the quartets get better and better, you know, whatever the age level is. I mean, even the youth contests now, they're, those <laughs> guys are like, they're, they're up there with the big guns. Yeah. So I think being humble and being able to share your skills and the things that you have with other people is what's going to breed that happening. Because some, some of the quartets that I was moved by as a kid, like Row Route 4, they were like four farmers in, you know, crushed milk overalls. <laughs> and they were just the nicest, kindest guys. And they were, my family was at a convention one year when my sister and I were kids. And we said, oh, we, we listened to your record. 
those were, you know, back in the days, back yeah. in the olden days, right? <laughs> and we love your song so much. And, and we took, we just listened by ear and we learned one of your songs and we'd love to sing it. We're in the, the lobby of the hotel. And they said, oh my goodness, they gathered all the guys around. They popped a squat, sat crisscross on the floor and sat there and, and had us sing their song for them and then hugged us and told us how wonderful we were and we were just like floored that they took that time out of how busy they were running around to sit down and, and do that oh my god you guys I'm like so tears <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's a beautiful story and I think it really goes to show like that what you were speaking to that humility of of how much it means to people to be heard to be heard not just with your ears but with your heart right and I mean th- that was a gift that was a gift you <laughs> absolutely and and you're about to give this gift to your students. You're bringing them to Nashville for midwinter. And, you know, one of the things I really love about midwinter is that it's now the youth competition and the senior competition. Yeah. So everyone kind of gets to be inspired by both sides. We get to see oh, this, what's coming next in barbershop, but the, the younger barbershoppers also get to see the real tradition and these guys right. that have been doing it for 50, 60 years, some of them. So how are you preparing your kids for that experience? Well, I think that's a perfect example of humility right there is you're learning from people that have been been in the organization for decades. And for these guys, they're little, a lot of them are these little old men with withering voices who, you know, don't sing like they used to, but they know a million tags and they'll teach you their whole, you know, all four parts. And the kid, my kids will love it. I've talked to them about that. I'm like, you're going to see people ranging in age from 13 or 14 years old to in their, in their eighties and maybe even nineties. And I said, this is an organization that is barbershop as a whole is an organization that is just open for, for everyone. And I think that my kids getting to meet those people and seeing them on stage and singing tags with them in the lobby will be a, a great experience for them. Absolutely. What are you most looking forward to for the experience? What What are you hoping to get out of Nashville? I want my kids to just see what else is out there because they know you know, they know what they're singing and they, they, you know, some of my kids are, I've got one of my girls that wants to join my chorus and I've got one of my boys that's a member of BHS because he went to a couple of youth camps and he loved it. So he joined and he, you know, he gets it and he watches the YouTube videos. But most of my kids are just high school kids that are music geeks and jocks and academic kids that barbershop in my classroom is all they know. So (laughs) I want them to see what else is out there and to see number one, you know, that they're pretty darn good at it, but also so look at these groups and what a level they're at and something that we can attain a goal. I want them to say, oh, okay, we're doing this, but we can be even better. And maybe if we just did a little of this, maybe if we just did a little more of that. So I think it'll be good for them to see what else is out there and, and how they can learn and grow from that. I don't care where we place or where we come in or what awards we win. I think being there will just be a wonderful experience. If we win something or come in dead last, we will have a wonderful experience no matter what. Absolutely. And, and that kind of thing brings you closer together as a group, right? Makes you oh, yeah. tighter just by the virtue of spending that time together. Yes. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about you. You mentioned your chorus, Northern Blend Chorus. They won international last year. So the 2017 champions. So now they get to come back and compete again this year. Are you, what are you guys working on right now? Well, we did our mic testing set at International that we're going to be using for area. We're not the chorus that like hides everything and makes it a big secret. <laughs> like, it, these are the songs you're singing, you know. 
Um, <laughs> right now we're preparing Pure Imagination. Sorry, my battery was low. Pure Imagination, and it's an, an arrangement by Matt Gallagher from the Sounds of Gotham. And it's a beautiful chart. And he did a little bit of revoicing for us to tighten it up for the female voices. And I had a phone chat with him and he's brilliant. Oh my gosh, I just I love chatting with him and learning more about, about him and just sharing ideas about the chords and revoicing and stuff. So that was fun. And we're also doing David Wright's chart of I Got Rhythm. Uh, wow. it's, been done, it's been done by quite a few out there, but we tend to do well, Northern Blend, with kind of more classic barbershop pieces rather than something more contemporary when it comes to uptunes anyway. Ballads we're pretty good with. I think we sing with a lot of emotion and we talk a lot about channeling inner stories when we're when we're performing. Um, and we've had a lot of great coaching with that. So the ballads come a little easier to us. Uptunes, we've, I think last year, two years ago, we won with, uh, what is it? Well, any fine. I'm trying to think of the song. Oh, uh, Yes Sir, That's My Baby. And when we won back in 2010, it was Hello My Baby, which is, you know, they're both like 1920s, 1930s, old fashioned, and I got rhythms the same way. So those seem to work for us. So if it ain't broke, don't fix it. <laughs> Nothing of David Rice is easy. No, that was the first song that I learned for my own chorus. And I switched uh-huh. from bass to baritone about 10 days before area. And I learned oh, just boy. how difficult a David Wright arrangement could be when I'm trying to learn a second part not only any part the baritone part yeah <laughs> and then try to get on stage and not screw it up <laughs> yeah oh and do your whole visual plan and, yes. note and not think, don't think about your notes you just know your notes <laughs> just smile real pretty <laughs> i say to my singers if you're not sure how it goes just melt it somebody else will cover you <laughs> don't sing wrong notes please don't sing wrong notes <laughs> that's the great part about being in a chorus though is you uh-huh. know everyone gets to help each other out and I think we see a lot of that and especially in your chorus I, now that I've gotten to know a lot of your chorus on like at conventions and also online because we all stalk each other on Facebook now but you guys are particularly supportive and you, you're helping each other out and like you said you live way upstate and that's people live fairly far apart from each other how do you keep that community going when I know your your singers are are spread out quite far. Well, yeah, and we have some that are, I mean, Watertown is kind of our core. I'm about 30 miles away. And like Jesse, for example, lives in Ithaca. And, you know, she only comes up for coaching and for rehearsals leading up to the show or leading up to contests. I think with learning tracks and we also stream our rehearsals every week. We do a live stream on Facebook in our closed group, except for the one week when I accidentally streamed it to my newsfeed and I forgot to go <laughs> to the page and all of a sudden I'm noticing all of these comments and I'm like wow usually we don't get that many and <laughs> people are commenting and, and Lynn goes Katie they're not in our, our group and I'm like oh my god you guys I just this <laughs> my newsfeed so probably we had 80 90 viewers just watching our rehearsal <laughs> So that was kind of funny. I said, was I, was I well behaved? Cause I can't remember. <laughs> but I think that's been good. Our members have loved that because we have people that are on vacation or people who are taking care of sick parents or whatever the case may be. So they can tune in and watch it live or tune in later. Or I can say, Hey guys, at 32 minutes in, we started working on pure imagination. So I want you to review that for next week so that we can, you know, Make sure you know where the breath, what the breath plan is and blah, 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 all that kind of stuff. So, How does it work in a chorus? You have a pretty wide age range, too. I see you're adding a bunch of younger voices, and then you've got older women and everything in between. For people that are used to being in a group that's like all one age, all around the same age, how does everyone benefit from 
the wide range in ages? I think, well, as far as our, our youngest member that we just had joined, her name's Hazel, her mom and her grandma are both in the chorus. So it's our that's our three generations. It's kind of like the Llewellyns there, you know, with the three generations. <laughs> yep. So I think that we're so much a family and it, it doesn't bother anybody. I don't think anyone is even phased by it. It's just another great singer added to the risers and part of our family. We don't even, we don't talk about it. If we had a 10 year old come in that was, you know, not well behaved and, and struggled to hold her part, whatever, that would be different. But Hazel's been literally coming with her mom since birth. And um, <laughs> she, she's a very mature young lady. She does musical theater production. So we know a lot about her anyway. So when she auditioned, her audition was note perfect. And she's a, a, an absolute sweetheart. She did all of our Christmas gigs with us. And on the songs that she didn't know all the way, she just, she goes, is it okay if I just mouth it, if I don't know it? And I said, that's exactly what you do, honey. And <laughs> And and she did great. And she's a really good singer, just like her mom and her grandma. So we'll take good singers. I don't care how old you are. <laughs> I'm very excited to be um, on the board for Harmony Incorporated. And I'm stepping into a position that I don't know a lot about. So I'm learning as I go, which I'm very, it's funny because I'm a loosey-goosey person. But when it comes to like making sure that things are done right and done well, I'm, you know, I, I'm right down the middle. I want to get everything done right. So I'm feeling right now like, ah! You know, I have to figure out my job, but it's, it's a lot of like ASCAP and mm. um, licensing and things like that. And so I'm, I'm figuring it out and just glad to be part of helping Harmony to, to grow and um, to be that strong organization. And we're, we're always going to be, I think, the place where people will come if they really want the warm fuzzies. And I think the Harmony Stronger that we have as our new initiative is just wonderful. And I think people will flock to our organization and they'll stay because of the people that we have and the the feelings that are here when they come. So absolutely. Well, thank you so much, Katie. It's been a pleasure to talk to you today. And uh, I'm looking forward to seeing you in Nashville and at all of our area contests and international contests. But thanks for taking time out of your day. So, Amanda, I want to hear from you, your favorite Right now, dream collaboration. Okay. So I listen to a lot of different music and this isn't necessarily, I mean, it could end up being a dream acapella collaboration or it could, you know, they could use instruments. I'd be okay with it. But uh, several years back, I heard Shoshana Bean, who was in Wicked. I heard her at a um, Andrew Lloyd Webber review at the Kennedy Center and I was just infatuated with her I was just in love I walked out I I greeted her after the show I went home and bought everything she's ever recorded (laughs) right only to find out that she's done or she was in the middle of doing some collaborations with my friends in the edge effect so now I I have them together and that's been a that was a great collaboration but I've always wondered what it would sound like taking her voice and one of my favorite female acapella voices Hannah Giuliano and putting them together and I think they may know each other but I'm just putting that out into the to the world the universe yeah the universe and you know having them backed up maybe by like a really strong female group like hive or stiletta but you know i would accept instruments but that's just me you know i want to hear these two very powerful women uh singing together and i think it's it's been on my mind for a really long time yeah but do you have any dream collaborations that you would want to hear 
So huh, at the moment, I've been, I, I am so late to the Hamilton game. Um, but <laughs> I haven't but, seen it yet either. It's no, well, I haven't seen it. But, <laughs> but like, I literally just started listening to the CD like three months ago. I'm that late to the game. But like any of them, any of them doing anything acapella would rock my socks off. That's how I'm feeling. And you know, there's an acapella alumni in the show, right? Wait, what? Jo- uh, Joanna Jones from the Backbeats, and uh, was she a was she a SoCal vocal or USC? So she was in the Backbeats anyway. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And she is um, she is in the show. She's been in the show for a while now. Oh my gosh, ah, fangirling. Yeah, no. So I, I mean, I guess that's not maybe not a ton of acapella sort of royalty in terms of of singers or voices, but their their vocals are so powerful and they're so emotive that I would really just love to hear any of them doing anything acapella together it just I, Ooh, it would, that would be good yeah so yeah. so that's sort of what's in my head these days but what's in your head these days we want to hear from you what are your dream collaborations and you know maybe just maybe we can wave our magic acaville wands and make those collaborations happen uh that would be a dream come true for me i love when super talented people that don't usually get to sing together get to sing together. Um, one of the things I, speaking of Hamilton, one of the things I've done um, is sing with Evan Feist. He produces Broadway Goes Acapella and he gets all of these people from all over the place and we all sing Broadway tunes. And, you know, I'm singing with people that I, I know of or I haven't met, but I've heard of and we just kind of come together and, and put it on stage and it's kind of magic. It's so I much love fun. It. That's awesome. Well, if you guys have any dream collaborations, please get in touch. It's Rachel, R-A-C-H-A-E-L, at Acaville.org and... Amanda at Acaville.org. Spelled the way you'd think it would be. (laughs) Or you can tweet us at Acaville Radio or Facebook message us at Acaville Radio. Everything on our socials is Acaville Radio. So uh, be in touch. We can't wait to hear what your dream collabs are. And that wraps up episode four of Vocal Perspective. We are so grateful that Katie Taylor took the time to speak with us. We hope you'll check out some of her incredible projects. You can learn more about Harmony Incorporated at harmonyinc.org. And you can also check out Northern Blend at northernblendchorus.homestead.com. And if you happen to be in the Watertown, New York area, we encourage you to go and check out a rehearsal. Tune in every Tuesday for a new episode with another wonderful female or a female-identified member of the acapella community. Next week, we will be speaking with the executive director of Varsity Vocals, Amanda Newman. Thanks again for tuning in, and we'll be back next Tuesday.